Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, hi. It's Jason Cage from Mix 96.5 for Eye on Houston here with the incredible, amazing Ashley Brockett. She's the marketing director for Child Advocates. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, she's here to chat about the really awesome uh, coming up soon, 1st of April, McDonald's uh, Houston's Children's Festival. Mm-hmm. Let's first just start with what is Child Advocates and how are, how are you marketing that? And yeah. how did you get into that? So Child Advocates uh, is a nonprofit here in Houston. We've been around since 1984, so for about 36 years almost. And we help kids who are in foster care. So all the kids that come into care um, for abuse or neglect, they've been removed from their homes. They're under the custody of the state, uh, whether it's temporary or permanent, uh, we give them an advocate that helps them through this time through court. We let them, um, the advocates, we train them, we recruit them, we make sure they have some support and they go and they visit with the kids, they interact with all the parties on the case and they go to the judge and say, this kid's doing really well in this placement and we would like to recommend adoption or we think this parent has done all the services so we'd like to recommend um, them being uh, reunified. Um, but they are essentially an extra set of eyes and ears and they make sure the kids' lives are um, as normal and as best um, as they, they, they're getting all their necessary needs while sure. they're in care. So and is that that's a separate kind of person from say like the child protective services yes. caseworker? Yeah, that we kind work of person, with so. CPS caseworkers. We work with attorneys. We work with all the people who are involved in a child's case. So uh, most people don't know when a child comes into care, they're assigned an attorney, they're assigned a CPS worker, they're assigned all these people that come into their lives. And um, our child welfare system is just very overburdened and complicated. And so there's sometimes is a high turnover. Um, and we get assigned uh, child advocates as an organization gets assigned to these children's cases and we are able to put an advocate on it. And our advocates are volunteers who just out of the goodness of their heart want to make sure that the kids um, get every possible need met while they're in care and can go through uh, the court system as fast as possible um, to get into a permanent and safe loving home as quick as possible. So our advocates are often the only consistent person on that case from beginning to end and they're the only people in those cases that are not being paid to be there that, that's see i was going to say yeah gosh i could imagine um you know that the case loads for some of these you know child protective people like you said they may not they may be there for a couple of weeks and then they kind of get to know the kid and i'll say oh no we're handing it off to yeah. you know jane's now your new person yeah. and so to have an advocate it's almost like a best friend yeah who, it's it's yeah it's somebody who just we really try to break down the walls between the child and our advocates and they get to know the kids they get to know their story um they often um can put pieces together of the story uh find a long-term relative that they haven't seen in a while that could be a good um home for them uh they can talk to attorneys they get to talk to doctors teachers 
nurse, therapist. They can make recommendations for a court order to go to like a court order mandate for the child to go get their teeth cleaned. Something as simple that we might not think about. Sure, yeah. Um, they can go to the judge and say well, he needs to have his teeth cleaned. It's been, you know? it's been yeah, it's yeah. Been a long time. No one's so, thinking about so that. So let's make a court order for him to go get his teeth cleaned while he's in care. Or he needs more therapy, whether it's physical therapy um, from a, a neglect uh, type of case, or it's a emotional therapy where they can talk out through th- some. Uh, problems that they've been having, our advocates can go and just talk to these judges and say, this is what we recommend and this is what we'd like to see happen. And our the judges here in our community listen to us about 80, 81% of the time. Wow. And I bet you guys have some really awesome like success stories or just things that kind of yeah. stand out in your head. Yeah, there are. There's a few. Um, a couple of years ago, I got to meet uh, a little girl who came into care. She's not a little girl anymore. She's a, a young adult now. But her advocate, her story was really f- fascinating because when this little girl came into care, she was um, an early teen and they declared her developmentally challenged um, and that she was probably never going to graduate high school with a normal graduate, like a normal diploma. If she was going to do anything, it would have to be um, uh, through an alternative certification or something like that, if she even did that. Um, so they got her out of the abusive home that she was in. She was under terrible conditions, locked into closets, um, not fed, never had hardly any food in the house, if any at all. Gosh. And... Um, they got her into a foster home um, with a relative, and uh, the little girl said to her advocate one day, it's so quiet here, I think I want to read. And the advocate's like, okay, well, let's get you some books. So they went, they got some books, and she read more than any child in her class that year. And she went on to graduate high school and started taking pre-college classes while she was in high school. She wasn't developmentally challenged. She wasn't developmentally delayed. She was put in a home where there was drug abuse going on. There was physical abuse going on. So she couldn't read. She was too worried about living to, to pay attention to the everyday details. But when she got into a good home... Man, that little girl just started thriving. That's incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys, yeah, like you say, it's not just during the then the length of that case, but it sounds like you follow them Sometimes. on into yeah, on yeah. into their uh, you know their adult lives. It sounds like yeah, and sometimes. I can I can imagine too for some of these caseworkers, you know, they're just trying to check a box and get the paperwork done. So it was probably easier for them to oh, she's you know has some kind of ADHD or something. You know, let's put her on some meds and call it a day and. That wasn't the case at all, but it we, took someone there to kind of really focus on yeah, her. Yeah, it just, it really, it took all the bits and pieces being put yeah. together, you know. And like I say, you know, like one person might hear one side of this child's story and another person might hear this side of the child's story. But because our advocates can go in and talk to the caseworkers, talk to the attorneys, talk to the parents, talk to the foster parents, talk to teachers. They can go into the ARDS. They can go into the school and have one-on-one conversations with counselors and teachers and get really involved in that child's life. They can put all those pieces together and string together a best plan for the child. And that's free. Free for the kids, free for the families. So I imagine there has to be some training, some back, some expenses to kind of get these volunteers up to speed and uh, working in these. We go through... uh, 30, if you're interested in being an advocate, it takes about 30 hours. Um, we break it down into about two weeks online and in person. You have to go through an interview process. You have to go through a CPS background check. Um, and you have to be 21 years or older, you know. Um, but other than that, I always tell people, if you got the heart for it, you know, we have something for you. If you have a little bit of heart and a little bit of time, um, we have the, we have the space for you. It's not a volunteer role that's typical. Um, but I always tell people we're not always looking for typical volunteers. We're looking for somebody who wants to come in and make an impact in a child's life and witness that and see that firsthand. Um, and it does take about 12 to 18 months to get through a case. So, mm. um, it's not, you're not working that case necessarily every week. 
or every day. But you, what I tell people, you know, normally is like, what's the time commitment? I'm like, well, if you like to play video games, it's you giving up a couple of hours of playing video games on the weekend, you know, or on a weekday. Um, it's delaying your binge watching on Netflix or whatever, you know, for a couple <laughs> yeah, more sure. hours. It's two or three hours a yeah. week. You know, some weeks might be more, some weeks might be less, but it's, it's really um, a very uh, hands-on experience and you're making an impact in a child's life right now, but really for generations to come. Absolutely. Um, do we need, uh, do you, are you short supplied we right are. now? Or do you need more yeah. people? We do need more advocates. Uh, last year we helped over 2,100 children here in the Houston area. Um, well, that's about half of the kids who need us. We had about 840 advocates here in Houston. Okay, yeah. Um, and we're really hoping to get closer to that 900,000 mark all the yes. in. So if, if you want to be an advocate, we got a space for you. We have orientations all the time. It's an hour out of your time. You can Is ask there a website questions. for that. Like, where can yeah. you go look that up? Childadvocates.org. Um, childadvocates.org. So that brings us to, uh, I guess, I just, is this one of the biggest fundraising initiatives to help it's pay for that? Our, which it's is mo- the one of our biggest awarenesses and fundraisers. Yeah. McDonald's Houston Children's Festival, which I didn't, this is the largest in the United States because I feel like I've heard of these all over the place. So I didn't realize yeah. right here in Houston, we have the right biggest here one. in Houston, we have the biggest children's festival. Um, it gets about 50,000 people through the gates over the two wow. days. Yeah. Um, it's 14 entertainment zones. It's uh, something for every kids of all ages and stages uh, from the toddlers for the derby da- diaper derby dash. You know, if you have little babies racing across, uh-huh. uh, I think the parents might get into it a little bit more than the kids do sometimes, <laughs> but it's really fun to watch. And then um, we're having uh, Miss America. She's coming 2020. Oh, Her wow. talent, um, I, most people don't know this, was uh, doing a science, doing science and chemistry experiments. Uh, that she's she's kind of a cool dork, if you want to say that. Hey, no, it's um, yep. And she that was her talent this year, and she won Miss America. So she's coming down to one of our stages and doing some steam interactive uh, pieces and showing some science experiments. And then uh, we have just some great entertainment. Teenage How cool Mutant is Ninja that? Turtles and all the SpongeBob. So what's it cost to get in? This is coming. By the way, it's uh, April 4th and April 5th. This is in downtown Houston. Looks like it's starting at the corner of what? Bagby and McKinney Street. So historic uh, Sam Houston Park. If you start there and you'll walk into it, it's a little bit of a different location for us this year. Um, we uh, used to be around City Hall and all around City Hall, but City Hall's getting some construction and getting a facelift. So we moved over to um, Sam Houston Park and it's going to be just as amazing and just as big and just as fabulous. Um, and we're really excited this year because tickets start at $6 if you bring a McDonald's receipt. Um, Bam. I know. And we have some really great packages online for family four packs and things like that. So we're trying to make it as affordable as possible um, for kids to come, kids and parents to walk through the gates and have some fun. Um, and it's a day that will keep your kiddos Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, sounds like a lot to do. So it looks like uh, to date you've raised over, is this right, $5.6 million yeah, yeah. to assist child advocates in its mission? Just this festival. In That's 32 incredible. years we've raised that, yeah. It's great. Um, the festival started very small and it's grown bigger and bigger every year and we expect this year to be the biggest yet. I love this. I love what you're doing. Thank Such you. a great cause. Uh, and what a great way to have fun too and yeah. get to help out. And So HoustonChildrensFestival.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you can grab the details. And the monster, the largest in the nation. Huge McDonald's uh, Houston Children's Festival. First week of uh, April, April 4th, April 5th, Saturday and Sunday. Get your kiddos together. Anything that you know, parents, before they come out there? Uh, Bring comfy shoes. Uh, Strollers are welcome. Perfect. Recommended. Uh, And just come ready to have a good time. We have lots of different vendors out there for food and drink. Um, McDonald's will be out there giving uh, their hot french fries out. They have the truck out there and Ronald McDonald and all his gang. 
um, will be there. And uh, I always just like to say thank you to McDonald's and all of our sponsors who help us out. Uh, most people don't realize, but the McDonald's uh, Houston area operators are the ones who got together and sponsored this event. So while it's supported by the national event, it wouldn't be without our Houston oper- owner wow, operators okay, that would that did this. So, so go buy your it's, nuggets. Yeah, yes, it's local absolutely. helping local, and we're very happy to thank be you. part of it. Yeah, that's awesome. HoustonChildrensFestival.com is the website. Go buy, like I say, go buy some nuggets, get that discount. Yeah. What you say, six Any bucks? Receipts, that's incredible. Six bucks to get in. Uh, yeah, it's coming up April 4th and April 5th, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it's the huge McDonald's Houston Children's Festival. Ashley Brockett, she's the marketing director for Child Advocates. Uh, childadvocates.org mm-hmm. was your website, yep, too, if you correct. want to get involved uh, with becoming a child advocate. Thank you so much. We Thank love you, you guys. Thank you for having me.